0: This is WDIY, and you are tuned into Lehigh Valley Art Salon. I remain Kate Scuffle, your host. The Allentown Symphony Orchestra's upcoming youth concert on February 25th is called The Thrill of the Orchestra, but that could also be the title for the symphony's wide-ranging, accessible, and exciting education and community outreach programming that celebrates every aspect of the symphony orchestra and musical experience. From bringing the joy and magic of live concerts to young students in the audience, to nurturing budding musicians through masterclasses, after-school programs, concerts, scholarships, and competitions, and looking to the future, by supporting and sharing the work of contemporary and emerging composers. The symphony's programs are truly an incredible resource in our community. And this evening, I'm talking with Dr. Sheila White, Director of Education for the Allentown Symphony Orchestra. Welcome, Sheila.
1: Yes, I am so happy to be here, and thank you for for giving the Allentown Symphony Orchestra and the association an opportunity to share all the wonderful things that are happening In a post-COVID, we're coming back Ah. kind of way. Um, I know it's almost like this um, dead old pair of tires. You know, it's like, okay, we're back from COVID, fine, get over it. No, it doesn't work like that because we're all coming back into what we think of were the before times of my my fingers are doing the bunny ears, you know, What, what we did in the before times, all of... Many, many of the way we approach the programs and how we've thought about the the way we execute them, implement them, invite people to participate with us, they're all shifted because mm. of that experience. So starting off with the thrill of the orchestra, we are bringing the youth and family concerts back um, from the void of COVID and pandemic. And what's so wonderful about this opportunity they're called Youth and Family Concerts because during the week, um, Tuesday and Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, excuse me, on Wednesday and Thursday, we are offering this program free of charge to students and teachers and chaperones to come to Miller Symphony Hall and experience this program. And that hasn't been done in a couple of years. So Mm. there's a, a gap of students, I would say fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, many of those grade levels would have an experience with a live symphony orchestra, but that was gone for a couple of years. And that had an impact on how did the instrumental programs work in the schools? You know, so so it in kinda of goes part in and you know, in par with trying to rebuild the programs mm-hmm. and offer an opportunity for students to get excited about learning an instrument and playing with other people in an instrument. So the topic of the thrill of the orchestra actually features all of the instrumental families they get their little spotlight there's there's a way there's a narrator working through the piece that is titled The Thrill of the Orchestra written by Russell Peck okay. and then there are other pieces throughout the program that feature the percussion section or the woodwind section or the brass or the violins or strings excuse me mm-hmm. so it's kind of fun because there's you know a couple of layers of entry into understanding the symphony orchestra sounds, um, colors, stories, um, characters, if you would. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they get a little bit in the weeds. So for instance, you know, what makes the sound work on a double reed? What makes the sound work in a trumpet, right? And so it's just an introduction to that. And, you know, I've been playing a bassoon for a really long time, and I still love watching programs like this because there's just there's so much fun watching the audience kind of look and hear someone crow on a bassoon read and kind of go oh that's a silly sound it's like yeah it is it is it's kind of (laughs) fun so anyway so the youth concerts happen in the middle of the week during the school day and that same program then is offered on that uh saturday yeah I'm sorry, my my brain is full of date mush.
0: You've got an impressive calendar going yeah. on here. <laughs> oh, how bless you!
1: Um, but on that Saturday is when the the community can come, and it is available for kids and adult caregivers, family, you know, grandparents, parents, uh, you know, babysitters, aunts, uncles, favorite aunts, favorite uncles, right? Um, and what's so wonderful is that the Symphony has a program for free tickets for all kids under 21. So the kids don't have to pay for this concert on Saturday either. Wow! And that—that's just the the century, twenty-first uh, century fund, yeah. which is okay. fantastic. So it's it's almost a well-kept secret, but not with me because I'm blo- I'm always <laughs> like whenever I visit a school. Did you know the tickets are free? You know, and poor college students. Tickets are free. What are you waiting for? Right. Anyway, so um, that program starts at two o'clock in the afternoon, and it's only a uh, 50-minute uh, program without with no intermission, so it's relatively tolerable for a kid to sit. Sure. in. At the same time, the pieces are short. Wiggles are fine. You know, engagement is fine. Um, when it comes to I gotta go to the bathroom, you know, it's fine. It's not like we're we're asking the kid to be strapped into the seat in silence. You know, it's it's really about understanding that kids wiggle and you know it's a fast-moving, high-energy thing. Prior to the family concert, um, we are launching um, what used to be known as the musical instrument petting
0: zoo. Yes, I remember the petting zoo.
1: Yeah, and you know, even back when it was called the petting zoo, I thought that's weird. You know, I mean, yes, I have a weird relationship with my instrument. It has a name, but I don't call it. A, I don't call it a pet. Not like my dog or my cat or my fish. You know, it's it's a tool. Right, and it's inanimate. (laughs) So I've and and a few of my colleagues, we've reimagined it now as an orchestra lab, and that's what we're calling it because it's really about um, getting your hands on in almost like a please touch museum kind of way. Right, but with the post COVID reality, we're only allowing kids to play with materials with their hands. And um, I mean, I had kids and I love kids and there's always that, oh, I want to see. And they want to see with their hands, (laughs) you know, you know, it's like eyeballs are for seeing, fingers are for touching, you know. But um, so we're not going to be doing um, any, uh, we're not going to allow kids to play someone else's brass instrument or woodwind instrument, but we're going to have a bunch of materials. So through exploring the materials like a mason jar xylophone, a kid can discover Hmm. pitch Okay. Um, with uh, different metal, metals and skins of a drum, you can get timbre, right? And also with dynamic, you know, with a string. What What happens when I just draw the bow across my string slowly? And what happens when I go a little bit heavier? Now you're talking about dynamics, right? Mm-hmm. So there's ways that are... Orchestra Lab Scientists, otherwise known as the Kappa Kappa Psi Chapter from Muhlenberg College, um, they're coming in, they're all wearing lab coats, and they're going to be <laughs> exploring sound, and the woodwinds and brass will be on a- available for demonstration. So okay. a kid can actually walk up to a musician at about, you know, two feet distance to see a little bit more up close. How do the valves work? How do the keys work? Et cetera. But um, the other fun thing that we're doing, because I've, I've seen this in our El Sistema Lehigh Valley program with the little ones that get their bow. They want to stick their fingers in the hair, right? And we don't touch the hair on the bow um, because if you do, you're going to lose the stickiness of the resin that's right. in, that, in that substance. And the stickiness, when you draw that bow across the string, is what makes it vibrate, right? So... Our friends at Montero Violins in Emmaus have been holding on to old hair from old bows. (laughs) This is horse hair, folks. And Uh so they've been holding on to this big thing, a horse hair, because I think it's important that the kids actually have a chance to touch it. Off the bow. <laughs> work,
0: work through the knee. To, get right. that
1: knee. Yeah, yeah, just get that out of your system. But more than that, you can actually put that that hair and that that material in your fingers and run your fingers down it. And then you can actually really feel what is the grit part of it that makes the sound. The sound. Sometimes you just got to feel it to understand yeah. how it works. Yeah. So. That's, where, that's going to be happening on the third floor in the Rodale community room of Miller Symphony Hall. It's only going to be for an hour. But once we're done with the orchestra lab that happens before the family concert, we're going to take it on the road. So we're going to take a couple of those um, interactive stations. We're going to be uh, making an appearance at the Young and Art uh, Festival mm-hmm. on March. I think
0: it's the 11th.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Kate. Uh, When I look at my schedule, it's like someone could look at (laughs) every meal they're going to eat for the next two months. And it does get a little overwhelming. And you wonder, how many times am I going to eat chicken? So we're going to do that. And the other thing that's kind of neat is um, there's a future site of the Da Vinci Center coming to downtown Allentown. And I have a feeling we're going to be playing together, literally playing music, playing with with experiments and just just coming up with different ways for young explorers to learn about sound by making sound and by playing with materials and and I love the opportunity of saying I wonder what would happen if I did x yeah and that's really when we, when we learn about music when we learn to play an instrument we learn by experimenting, we learn by testing, and then we you know, learn how to minimize you know, errors, if you would. But errors are a natural way of learning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? And we learn how to adjust by what we hear and what we want to hear and how we adjust to make it better, et cetera. So the whole idea of experimenting and, and um, quote, and failure, end quote, that's how it's done. And so there's a in my world there's a reason why we say I'm I play music right. it's play
0: well, I would think it also sounds like it's both programs, both um, the lab and the concert are also ways that are designed to let young people particularly get over that sense of possibility of being something frightening or foreign to them or it's too complicated or I'm not familiar with it or that's weird or that's grown-up stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. because you're playing, because you're making mistakes, as you're running your fingers over the horse hair, and it's all fascinating suddenly instead of daunting. Well, maybe.
1: You know. Well, I think, you know... I- When do we start injecting um, concerns of, oh, I can't do that. Right,
0: right. You know, it's
1: usually when we're older, right? What does Picasso Mm, say? Everyone's born an artist, but then we grow out of it, right? And music, this is a quote that a friend of mine from um, my college years says, and it's, I mean, it should be tattooed on me somewhere, but it's music (laughs) is a birthright. Mm. We all respond to music. And, you know, my, my One of my previous colleagues, um, a good friend of mine, Joy Hirakawa at the Bel Canto Youth Chorus, everyone can sing. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Everyone can sing. Your rate of how you want to sing or style of singing, that's the variable. But everybody sings. And everybody, you know, we all babble. We all sing before we speak. Um, it's how
0: we use sound. So on that note, I I, I won't make the listeners listen to me sing, (laughs) but I might test that theory. But you've been listening to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon here on WTIY 88.1. I'm your host, Kate Scuffle, and tonight I'm talking with Sheila White, Director of Education for the Allentown Symphony Orchestra, about just some of the rich array of educational programming that the symphony offers. We'll be right back after this short break.
1: Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR News and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org.
0: Welcome back to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon here on WDIY 88.1, Lehigh Valley Public Radio. I'm your host, Kate Scuffle, and tonight I'm talking with the Director of Education for the Allentown Symphony Orchestra, and Lehigh Valley Arts Salon host uh, Dr. Sheila White, <laughs> previous, previous host, <laughs> all right, because there's too much going on at the Symphony.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and and I love it. I, I mean, being at this organization for me, ca- career wise, was like a full circle. This is where yeah. I started yeah. in the '90s. Yes, I'm that old, and <laughs> it's it's where I belong. This really has been. It is a passion of mine um, to connect with audiences of all ages and really find ways that they can explore and um, have orchestral music in their lives on their terms. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, back to, you know, way back when I was a little embryo, I remember being really excited about music from watching the Warner Brothers cartoons. And so that's why I chose certain instruments in fifth grade, like, I wanna play that instrument. And my mom said, no, it's too noisy, you have to play that instrument, okay. But I was always, back in grade school, my career aspirations were to be the musician in a cartoon Mm -hmm. studio. I, l- I just thought it was just too much. Uh, <laughs> that's where I wanted to be. And I kind of got there, you know, because um, along the way, you know, here I am sitting in the pit of a play or uh, of, a, of an opera right. or a ballet. And that's, that's it, you know. And fortunately, also, when I was in um, studying at Eastman, I had a chance to play in a studio orchestra. And those experiences inform how I connect with students now. Uh And always, it was how am I connecting to this music on my own terms? There is nothing that is sacrosanct to me in terms of music. I mean, I'll play in a rock band. I will busk on bassoons and have people walk by and go, "What is that?" You know, it's it's you know, and then it's my bassoon education opportunity. But it's always an opportunity for people to engage with music that you know just is a sudden joy. So. I do wanna talk about two other programs though on that because it's another opportunity for kids to find their joy through music. And uh, two other programs that are coming up with the Allentown Symphony that our listeners might be interested in is the Young Musician String Festival. Mm. And we haven't done this in person in three years. I wondered. Yeah, so I'm so glad that we have this opportunity for kids to come together and play together. And, and it's under the baton of Maestro Diane Wittry, right. and you are being coached by Allentown Symphony musicians, and we're playing arrangements of music that is on the classics concerts. So they're going to have an arrangement of Tchaikovsky's Fourth Symphony, second and fourth movement. And there's um, we're going to do a John Williams concert in May in, in our final Pops concert of the season, and there's arrangements of the John Williams stuff. So this is going to be music that the kids – here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, if, mm-hmm. if they've watched Harry Potter, they're going to have fun playing the music right. of John Williams. And some of the other pieces that are on the concert, my, my brain is a sieve. So I'm not going to try to remember How the full program. let get involved? Let's talk about that. There is a registration portal on the millersymphony.org website. Right. And um, if they went to the tab that is education and engagement, they would find the Young Musician String Festival or YM SF and all of the tabs are there um, for parents to sign their kids up. But it's, I would recommend that the kids talk to their teachers because their teachers can get on site and look at the music and find out from looking at the actual music if they're on the website. Yeah, on the website. website. Yeah, you can download everything off of the website. You can even listen to the MP3s of the arrangements. So you can look at this music, and you can determine if you're at a performance ability to have a good time with it, because it's definitely a, an opportunity for kids who are not just learning how to hold a bow and an instrument under their yeah. chin, yeah. so to speak, right? Yeah. And this is just for string players. Okay. All right. So you know, while we have. Um, This program, Diane conceived this program years ago, and it's a brilliant idea. Um, It was conceived early on for middle school kids, but since we have that three-year gap, Mm -hmm. um, we're giving the opportunity for teachers and parents to know: Is my kid going to have a good performing experience from this? Are they going to be overwhelmed, or you know? And even even kids in high school are going to love playing this because they're going to be playing with other kids from other schools, right? And yes, we do have these wonderful opportunities with uh, Pennsylvania Music Educators Association district band and festival concerts, but that's like your top tier juniors and seniors mm, in your mm, classes. Mm, and, and 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 those are fantastic performances. This is a performance for more kids <sighs> to to be able to, you know, because you can only get good at performing by performing you know, it's it's wonderful that you have these opportunities in your schools. Let's add to that. And let's give the kids more. Right. So what we're hoping is that the Young Musician String Festival can help rebuild the string programs. But at the same time, get those kids out mm-hmm. and, and playing more mm-hmm. and f- making friends mm-hmm. across dif- different school districts. Because I think that's one of the joys of music is playing with other yeah. people. yeah so that that is um, happening mid-March, okay? Um, so I would encourage listeners if they're if they're curious about the festival and they want to know more. There's a lot of information on the the dot org website. And if they have any questions, they can always just call me or email me, and all my contact information She's is there. on that pages. But they, yeah, we're we're really excited about bringing this back and having it in person.
0: And I, I don't know, I'm just thrilled. I can't imagine how thrilling it must be for those kids. Yeah, you know, yeah. being on the big stage with Diane and just all the the professionalism of the process and the experience when she yeah. yet Yes. In fact, this, talking about strings, I think the Shot String yeah. Scholarships, am I confused? This is this a new program? Well, re- the Schott Foundation right. is um,
1: has been this huge benefactor for string activities at the symphony. So it funds the national shot string competition that we do biannually yes biannually um and that's coming back for the 25th competition in the next season 23 24 um just last season when we came back from pandemic we had a previous shot winner perform and that was gabriel martins i saw that yeah, yes. do you know that he is Mind now? Boggling. Oh my gosh, he's so, so <laughs> oh. good. And he's also now under the management of the same management company that, that um, helps Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, wow. I mean, the kid is just going yeah. to be—he yeah. is already bonkers, amazing, incredible musician— our shot competition winner from last year, Leonard Fu, will be uh, featured on the April Classics. Okay. So while these shot competition winners are in town, we also bring them to schools for master classes, etc., which is another program that you had mentioned in your intro. Mm-hmm. But the Shot String Scholarship, this is from the same benefactor of foundation that we offer to students to support their learning in string. Education, so okay. it could be from summer camps to symposium to master classes or lessons. You know, anything that can, you know, and the scholarships uh, range from fifty to five hundred dollars. It all depends on, um, you know, what they need it for, and it's a juried scholarship program. All done by video because we know that, you know, one of the things that we've learned how to do during the pandemic is video (laughs) and adapt. And so we're asking people who are going to submit an application for this scholarship to record a solo on Mm, video mm. and then just upload it. Either uh, the MP4 or even a YouTube link is Mm -hmm, fine, mm -hmm. unedited and it doesn't have to be memorized or anything like that. And the the scholarship is available to students who are in 4th through 12th grade.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. And what's the time frame for that? Is there a deadline?
1: Yes, there is. The deadline for that will be April 30th. Okay. And okay. Um, decisions will be made by, April, by May 15th. Okay. So if people are looking to supplement resources for summer activities or yeah. whatever they need, that's what this is for. You know, it, it's really about encouraging the next generation of string playing not artists string playing mm-hmm. so we're mm-hmm. not expecting kids one of my favorite quotes and I have it in my signature now is an artist can come from anywhere you know and that's true but not everybody can be an artist but music is a birthright and everyone can play music right. and there's this, there's ways that we can really enjoy music through playing mm-hmm. it's not just this passive engagement mm-hmm. and That's what excites me about what the symphony can do is it can give a kid an opportunity to connect with music like this on a personal level by playing as much as by hearing. Mm
0: -hmm. It sounds like so much of what I see with the programming is about that active involvement rather than passive receiving or learning, like you said, that anyone can be a part of this to their level of pleasure and – Pursuit, it's, but it's grand on any level. Well,
1: thank you, Kate. I think, you know, I was actually working with the Pocono Youth Orchestra. I had come to a concert last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, and it was I was giving them little videos, like 90-second TikTok things, about what they were going to hear. And they were going to hear the Dvorak's Ninth Symphony. And the fourth movement of Dvorak's Ninth Symphony is so metal. You can't hear that beginning opening that sounds like Jaws. But with, for <laughs> me, I can't listen to it without banging my head a little bit, like I'm at a <laughs> rock concert. And that, to me, is an invitation to say, you respond the way you respond. There's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. There's cultural conventions, right? You mm-hmm. know, it's like, we don't clap in between movements. And, you know, but, you know, if you do... Musicians are pretty much gracious, and you know, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be, what are you doing, Kaelyn? Between movies. you know, just get over yourself. It's about enjoying it, right? So I was I was approaching getting ready for Dvorak Nine the same way I was approaching getting ready to hear Journey at PP and L Center. I was listening to the albums. I was getting reminded of the lyrics, and I'm just I'm totally into it. That's one way of enjoying music that you Mm -hmm. have familiarity with. Mm -hmm. But then there's also listening to music that you've never heard before. And how we listen to color and kind of use this as almost a meditative process Mm -hmm. of, you know, coming in and out of focus of what you're listening to and analyzing you're hearing. You know, we all have different ways of approaching it, but that's a whole nother way of enjoying musical presentation and that's what I love about the new music concerts that we do and, and the encouragement we have for new composers. Yeah, yeah. You know, every piece yeah. that is performed on stage was premiered once, and it was new once, you know, and it's new to somebody once. You know, there's somebody coming to do Dvorak Nine that never heard Dvorak Nine before. Sure. So it's always new, right? So it's, it's just so awesome that we have this amazing art form in the Lehigh Valley that people can engage with and take, you know, it's like time stops when you're in the hall listening to this music. Mm. And you can, your mind can go in any number of different places. That's up to you, though. That's up to you. And the musicians are just so brilliant. Diane's just, her rehearsals are so darned efficient. And they are so, she's very collaborative in her work. So there's a whole lot of ways that people can engage with this, um, with the orchestra. I mean, this is this is the Lehigh Valley's orchestra.
0: Yeah. I'm so sorry that we're actually just about out of time. Of course because, we are. <laughs> because, and again, and I have to say, that this is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to go on the symphony website, not only to participate, apply, upload, f- peruse, but there's just so much more going on, so much, so much opportunity to, oh, yeah. as you said, learn to... Uh, not only what we can create ourselves but how we can enjoy and receive and, and just take the pleasure of it for our own thank you for the Allentown Symphony Orchestra for being the gem that it is in this community and for Miller Symphony Hall for being the gem that it is in the community Absolutely. and thank you listeners for joining me again right here in the Art Salon I'm Kate Scuffle this is WDIY 88.1 FM and I look forward to joining you again here at the Lehigh Valley Art Salon